evening, Matt Awkward. <laughs> yes. Uh-huh, I was waiting for that. I've um, turned into Psycho Cop because I watch Psycho Cop too much. <laughs> I, I will tell you, a boisterous laugh like that can only mean that we're doing uh, the delightful 80s romp uh, Psycho Cop. <laughs> Woof. Yeah. Hey, how's it going, Matt? Good. Uh, this movie is funny to me, too, because um, in sixth grade, my teacher, Mr. Seaver, did not seem like a teacher. Uh, he seemed like this grizzled, kind of hard-drinking, kind of grumpy, but cool dude, like, at the same time. Can't wait to see where this is going. And, and he just started the class one day, you know, it's like, all right, how's everybody doing? Man, I watched the stupidest movie last night on Showtime. Oh it was my called God. Psycho Cop. <laughs> it was just so dumb. Okay, open up your books to chapter seven. Nice. <laughs> it's just like, nice. what? And I've just always remembered that as one of the most bizarre starts to the day. Oh, I mean. <laughs> Who just greets their classroom of kids be like, I watched the dumbest thing. By the way, kids, watch Psycho Cop. It's yep. great. And it wasn't until like, high school that I actually ended up finally checking it out but like i've just never forgotten him mentioning psycho cop in sixth grade so i mean yeah i i have seen this movie many many times it is uh i wouldn't say it's a favorite it's one of those movies that's like honestly in a weird way i enjoy it more than maniac cop because it's so it's a totally stupid. different animal it oh, is, yeah. because maniac cop is kind of like almost a real movie in a lot oh, of ways i feel it is a real movie yeah. like and this is definitely not a real movie <laughs> like this is like but it's it's that fun kind of not a real oh, movie. Yeah. it's just like a bunch of dum-dums doing something dumb and then getting killed and the more you watch it the more questions you'll get with this movie because it just does not make sense like people just pop in for no reason out of nowhere oh boy uh yeah it's psycho just, cop i mean psycho bad cop. writing certainly oh, yeah. <laughs> but it's just like when the cops show up near the end you know what i mean they're like oh freeze it's like where did you come from these kids are running scared from somebody in the woods you're just patrolling the woods in the middle of nowhere i for- mean <laughs> so I, definitely there was a question there as to whether or not our two uh old teens called the cops at that last time so like about 15 times in this movie uh our our but the like, phone was dead our 30 year old teens go to the phone yeah and they're like i'm gonna call and they reach out and they're <laughs> like no no we're not nah. gonna call the cops. we're just gonna do and they do that they tease them picking yep. up the phone to call like 15 fucking times now nah, let's just eat a box of soup instead <laughs> <laughs> oh boy the, the one thing you know and i need my brush i always need my brush <laughs> of all the things that i'll remember from psycho cop definitely boxes of soup yep. are at the top of the list and uh, i just love when they when wow. they get the girl to leave like we need an excuse for her to like walk away like let's have her not find her hairbrush <laughs> and she'll just start walking around on the ground where she never even went to earlier <laughs> looking on the ground for it. Like, obsessive what? with yeah. that hairbrush oh it non-stop crazy um <laughs> uh, yep yeah, let's let's talk about this thing. This is a this is just it's a delight. This is, it is like a delight. this is one of those movies. Well, I mean, and also by the way, we're back after a long a long vacation here. Yeah, it has been, hasn't it? It's been like almost a month, right? Yeah, something no, like that. It's only been like two weeks. We had to cancel the last two shows. So well, I don't know. It feels like it feels like forever, Matt. Yeah. Uh, because I had to watch Psycho Cop like 15 times because we kept being like, all right, we're going to do it this week. And I was like, okay, okay I'll, bone I'll, watch up, it. I'll bone up on it. Watch yeah. it. Oh, we can't do it. <sighs> okay, I'll watch, Guess I'll watch it, it again, again next, next week before week. we do it. Yep. Yep. And I did. I watched it while I was working today. Uh, and it's even more painful because it is chock full of commercials on YouTube. It oh, is yeah. just ugh, every three seconds. It's one of those. Man, every time I have to watch something on YouTube, 
that has commercials in it, I buy another Blu-ray. Yeah. I'm like, okay. <laughs> ah, yeah, so always buy Blu-rays. But always. you cannot buy a Blu-ray of this. Well, that's true. This has never been officially released on DVD or Blu-ray. How is this possible? You can this buy movie, boots. This movie yeah. is so, like... It's just one of those. It's one of those movies that, like, I feel like everybody's seen it at and, some point. And in Vinegar their life. Syndrome put out a blue of Part Two, which is unfortunately sold out. Oh, of course um, it is. And fetches quite the price. Yeah. Stupid. Uh, I'm excited to watch that one. We're definitely going to do that next week. Yep. We have to. I can't <laughs> wait. Um, that's that looks awesome. All right. Because we love cops here. <laughs> <laughs> We're backing the blue this we are. week. Yep. Uh, that's it's a it. fundraiser for, <laughs> for our local police department. <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, this opens up a whole a whole fucking can of worms that I'm just going to kind of ignore through this whole thing. I think we're just going to have to <laughs> ignore the fact that there are actual real-life abuses of power by the police and there are some awful, terrible people in the world. And let's just talk about this dumb movie. Uh, because that's what that's what this thing is about is about enjoying dumb movies and that's about it. And we'll try to keep all the rest of it out of, out and of the movie. Satan. And also, it's about Satan. I mean, <laughs> that the tacked on Satan shit what the fuck? blew my mind. <laughs> right. This is just like apparently Satan got really popular this week that this thing was out, and it was like <laughs> they were like, uh, and and also he's the devil. I guess I don't, I don't <laughs> right. fucking know. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna do he's gonna sharpie six 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 on his hand for I, some and reason. And I love that the cop later on has like the the, the um exposition cop there, the Ugh. backstory cop who knows like this kid's entire life story after what running some fingerprints so yesterday. Stupid. So stupid. <laughs> what did he do? <laughs> gonna check out a psycho cop book in the library? Like read, I mean, read psycho cops autobiography. <laughs> and clearly, he had an autobiography of some sort that he was uh, like he. The police knew every single thing about him, yeah. and yet didn't check when they yeah, hired and somehow him. hired him. Yep, <laughs> like that's all apparently in their records, and they're like, "Oh shit." Okay, so all right, classy movie. We open on a pile of garbage. This seems to be a returning <laughs> theme yeah. in Funbox Monster uh, movies. We it's tend just to setting the setting the tone. <laughs> big old pile of garbage. Yep. Uh, police officer pulls his jacket up, puts it on, and we see that he's got full-blown satanic altar and pentagram and <laughs> 666 in blood and a chalice full of blood that he washes his hands in before he goes out. And he's got a, a 666 tattoo on his hand, too. Yeah, that or, lo- looks or Sharpie. Yeah, it's <laughs> clearly Sharpie. Uh, smart Money's going to be that this is our titular psycho cop, mm-hmm. and it turns out that it is. Uh, Wouldn't it be cool if it wasn't? Wouldn't it be cool if he got killed by a cop right now? Who amazing. Was even, who was even more psychotic than we followed him? Amazing. And Ugh. then he's like, ooh, Satan. I could get into this. I could get into that, too. <laughs> yeah, it would be awesome. <laughs> uh, okay, so this being an off-brand maniac cop, of course, they couldn't afford Bruce Campbell, but look at that. They got a guy named Dan Campbell. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. It's just, it's almost the same. Sadly, there wasn't like a Chet Zadar or something <laughs> that they could have put in this. Uh, okay, so we find ourselves riding along with a bickering couple who have been very poorly dubbed. And that is a returning theme. There does not seem to be much wild audio in this at all. If Do you I'm, think it's all ADR? It I, think it's, I think it's all overdubbed. They either had a problem where yep. it, like... They lost all their audio. They had bad audio tracks. Or a bad or sound guy. Bad sound guy. <laughs> like, who knows? Bad actors. It's, well, they had that. I mean, we know that. We already know that they have that. I will say that 
even though the dubbing is like kung fu movie bad it adds to what I like about the movie. Yep. It's like I feel like if it was taken away, I wouldn't like this movie as much. So yeah. I, I don't know. It, ad- it definitely adds to its overall to its good bad kind yep. of feeling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, they see a police motorcycle sitting parked in a field, maybe on a farm, maybe something. Who knows? <laughs> uh, the the male counterpart of this bickering couple gets out of the car to go find the cop. No, don't go. It's not saving. <laughs> oh, uh, and, you know, we get that kind of shit going on. And it turns out he's got the poofiest shirt and highest waisted <laughs> pants, like 50 pleats. So we're like, oh, it's 1988. Yep. Okay, got it. All right. Thank you. Thank you, that pair of pants that told That's me why exactly they did it. the day. <laughs> they, they couldn't afford a, a, a time yeah, subtitle, yeah. <laughs> so they were like, just dress this guy like this. And We were going to put a Chiron at the bottom, yeah. and then they were like, no, put 100 pleats in his pants, and everyone will know what the date is. Uh, okay, so... The scene is really blue to emphasize the fact that it is night. <laughs> yeah. uh, the dude has disappeared, so now his lady leaves the car to go look for him. I think we know how this is going to go down. Oh, she did. Uh, she's going to be dead. He's going to be dead. They're all going to be dead. But um, we get a mercifully short lady with flashlight yelling yelling a name sequence. Uh, basically, she yells it like twice, and then she turns Sees her fiance with a knife in his forehead. Who who touches her? He like raises he does, his hand. He does, yeah. like it's, it's his dying goodbye, uh, I guess. Just a condescending pat on the head yeah. before dying. Uh, Sorry, I got an axe in my head. Love you. <laughs> it's the sequel to A Kiss Before Dying, a condescending pat on the head before dying. <laughs> um, okay, so we get now we get introduced to what is going to be the biggest returning theme, and that is the unconvincing laughter of our title <laughs> character, the Psycho Cop. This motherfucker loves to laugh long and loud and clear, uh, and it is bad. It is bad news. Uh, I cannot help but feel like they wanted uh, the dude from uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night 2. Oh, he would have been great in this, too. Like, it seems like he was the person they wanted cast mm-hmm. because he was, like, that type. But he's, I mean, the guy they got did exactly that. Oh, yeah. Unconvincing, you know, bad laughing, like, everything about him. And is again, just... just like the overdubbing, though, it works, though. Like, I mean. I like it. And it cracks me up. Right. If it's he so was, stupid. If he was laughing in, like, a triumphant Shakespearean actor's laugh that yep. was like some sort of like high-minded like evil villain laugh it would not be the same as ha, 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 or whatever he does I'm, I'm, yeah it, it, speaking of kung fu movies he laughs like a dude in a kung fu movie yeah ah, ha, ha, ha. doll bride mask ha, ha, ha. you have taken the doll bride mask it's like everything is just ridiculous and amped up to 20 but uh, so, uh, looks like you need a policeman, says our titular psycho cop. That's a good line. I'm sorry. Looks like you need a policeman. <laughs> uh, and then uh, he does the killer walk. He does our. He does a sort of like silent killer kind of walk after her. She finds another corpse, trips over it, and our psycho cop just breaks her neck. And his quip here is. You shouldn't run from the police. Again, reminding us of terrible things. Let's forget about that. Um, Anyway, but yes, that's it. We get all of these kinds of quips. So 
Uh, all right. So that's our introduction to Psycho Cop. Yeah, that's it. Uh, now let's meet our kids. Now we meet the kids. We who cut. are packed into this classic convertible. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're going to a mansion, I guess, ah. that was hooked up Something from like that. somebody that knew somebody that was doing a deal. Dude. <laughs> they this, just don't care. <laughs> this whole... I feel like they care too much. Uh, yeah. I, I've got a, I've got a, a much better idea than, hey, we had finance dealings that had great payoffs yeah. this week, <laughs> and so we had extra money to go rent it. How about... How about your dad let you use his camp for the week? How about we rented it, no backstory yeah. required, because we know each other, you know that I'm rich, so <laughs> yep. fuck it, I rented this place. Cool, that's a normal thing, you all look like fucking preppies, you look like you have enough money to rent this yep. place. No question, didn't need to tell me about the dividends of your stock portfolio, <laughs> that shit was nuts. I also find it funny that there's no diversity at all, and I don't mean race, I just mean, I mean, like, every character is... A preppy, yuppie kind of person. You know, you slashers, you get the yeah, nerd, even, the jock, and the and the, right. and the babe, and the smart. Aside from just the fact that it is white as mayonnaise, yeah, it's they're like, all the same character. Like, except one guy, I guess, does pranks because he keeps popping beer cans in okay, people's faces. Okay, admittedly, that is the only person is the guy that does pranks that are absolutely not pranks. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's him. That's. I mean, there's literally a moment. His pranks are so not pranks <laughs> that... There is a line in this movie that is like, where's my hairbrush? Is this another one of your pranks? Yeah. Classic prank, bro. Classic Classic. Moving the hairbrush. (laughs) Hilarious dude. Zach, I think his name is, right? Where's Ashton? Oh, shit. Um, You've been punked. You have straight up been punked. Your brush is in a different location than you thought it was going to be. I put a box of soup in my pants (laughs) on a prank. (laughs) Oh, box of soup. <laughs> oh, box of soup. <laughs> box of soup. Okay, so uh, now we cut to our group of drunk teens. Uh, or they're all adult teens, but whatever. Uh, they're having drunken fun, hanging out, whatever. Girl tells a fucking terrible joke that takes up way too much screen time. I, just to say that, I don't know. I don't even know what it was. It was dumb. Uh, yeah, exactly. I... You want to hear the joke? Watch the movie. No, exactly. <laughs> but the thing about it was that it was like a sexually explicit joke, which I think is basically leading us to believe that this is going to be like a full-on sex romp horror mm. movie. And spoiler alert, this is not a sex romp horror movie. This is about as chaste a adventure as thing a that, horror movie that's gets. That's another thing that blows my mind. Like you've You've got six great-looking people in a... In this genre... There were more abs in this than I think yeah. I've ever seen in a movie before. And not a single sex scene or nudity. Bizarre. or anything. You have women bathing together in a bathtub <laughs> and no nudity. Like, how yeah. do you drop the ball that much? <laughs> the and you know women, you're making a horror movie, yeah. right? The two women <laughs> in the bathtub blew my mind. Yeah. That was like, okay, sure, I guess that's where you're going with this. Uh, there you go. Okay. So... They're drinking in the car and driving, so what they would not want to see is a police officer. Guess what they see? Oh, you're not going to guess. It's a police officer. It's a police officer. Uh, they go through all of the generic 
teens that see a cop while they're drinking and driving. Now you're looking at him. Don't look at him. Are you looking at him too much? Are we talking about it too much? Do we look guilty? Don't look guilty. If you look at him, you look guilty. Blah, blah, blah. Um, And so they say that he looked weird. And turns out they're right. Uh, But he didn't. I mean, (laughs) he fucking does. There's... That guy cannot look normal. There's no... He's incapable of looking normal. You know this. Um, but, okay. Either way, they say that he looks... I mean, from a distance, I can't imagine That's what how, I'm saying. Driving exactly. by... Yeah. He looks like a cop. Yeah. He's driving a cop car dressed as a cop. It's not weird. Yep. It's a cop. It's not like he's sitting there with a, holding a rubber chicken wearing right. a pair of X-ray glasses. <laughs> and be like, what? He's got a freight wig on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, that I get. Okay, so... Uh, let's see. So, uh, turns out he is following them. He's like, but at a distance, uh, sort of like a, sort of like a, a creepy monster, like, a, yeah. sort of like the Jason Voorhees of public servants or something. <laughs> um, and so they pull off at their turnoff and stop dead and look backwards for the cop to look innocent. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, so uh, yeah, that's that's total innocent people behavior. That's and exactly I do like this part though, where the cop turns onto the road Ooh, and just stops. That is creepy. And then just like drives away after that. I uh-huh. like that. Part. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's well, he knows he can't kill him till they get up to some sexy summer shenanigans. Yeah. Plus, I need to hang him on my crosses that I made because I'm a Satanist. Right, because he loves J- Jesus. <laughs> What is Psycho Cop's connection to this house or this area or this like w- nothing? He yeah, j- it's just totally random. I think uh, my guess is that this is a hundred percent random, and that that's that's yep. the plot. He's just like I'm Satan Cop, and uh, I'm just gonna go out by this summer mansion. And I mean, okay. build some crosses in the woods. But and- seriously, like, okay, say you're a an '80s horror movie serial killer, okay, and you see a classic convertible with three couples crammed in it, yep, and they're all hot like fake teens. I'm like, I'm gonna go take them out I one mean, by one. Of course, that's where you're going. <laughs> like, I mean, he has he doesn't need a connection to them. He just knows that that's this is the recipe for. But he had movie. to have put those crosses up before. He didn't have time. He wouldn't have time. No, it's to- when he got the axe. That's what we were when we were hearing the chopping. That's oh, what the shit. chopping was. He's out there chopping fucking crosses, bro. What the hell? Why would you be spending your time doing that? He's just yeah. very religious. Yeah. He's like, this is going to make such a corpse party <laughs> after I kill four of them. I mean, there, there you go. The, the fucking He's evidence like, dungeon. much of a premeditator. He's like, oh, yeah, I can't he wait. He does to- not strike I can't me. wait to kill four people hate them, and then chase two others <laughs> right into this area. I mean, I think I think that some of the stuff that you get with having the like the satanic undertone of the thing yeah. is that you get to be like, oh yeah, this is part of the ritual. <laughs> nah, you needed to have four people to kill or whatever, which is, you know, it's fine. It works for me. Uh, okay, so um, turns out their little summer house is a huge sprawling mansion. After they're like. Yeah, we got this little place out in blah, 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 yeah, and then we it's pull gigantic. in. And it's like fucking Aaron Spelling's house. It's like a hundred rooms and like Olympic-sized pool yeah, and which jacuzzi. Which blows my mind because like- <laughs> that nutter with the tape deck keeps trying to get the girl to go in the woods with him. Like, Dude, use one of the hundred bedrooms here. What is your problem? <laughs> uh, yeah. You, you have a, a gigantic sprawling house. Find a room. Why do you keep trying to get her in the mosquito woods? <laughs> Also, why are they, okay, why are they sleeping 
boy girl boy girl <laughs> like if the rooms are like all the girls are in one room oh yeah there's probably a hundred rooms in this place yep so not only do they choose to not get their own rooms they choose to not sleep with their partners <laughs> this is nuts this is like like some sort of weird Christian thing. We're having we're... a boys' night, babe. <laughs> I mean, uh, they've got all the fucking boxes of soup they need. They're they are happy with what they've done. I don't know, man. I could have swore I bought six boxes of soup. <laughs> that wasn't totally a fucking plot point. Yeah, it's like you were counting your soup boxes. What? Oh man! Everybody only gets one soup. I mean. To be fair, that's how you keep those fucking abs. And if you are late for dinner, you do not get fruit cup. <laughs> <sighs> this movie's not good. That's a no prize if you get that reference. Just so you know, this movie's not good. Okay. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, but I still love it. All right. So they rented this thing sight unseen, too. That's the other part of this, that they go out of their way to be like, that, that they've never seen it. They don't know what they're getting into. They turn around the corner and they're like, cool. Are you fu- yeah. like you see this and well, for, you thought for, you were getting a cabin in the woods and you're like, oh, ne- okay, nifty. First, before we even get there, they actually consider going home because it's on a dirt road. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like what? They're it's on so a dirt road. Cl- whatever. They're so close to a place to buy beer, though. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, there's no way that that building is not close to a lot of things. That is like. That lawn is so manicured and everything. That's like that's clearly not in the middle of the woods, but whatever. It is, but the caretaker does such a great job. He does. I mean, yeah. Speaking of like f- physical fitness people, Jesus yeah. Christ! Everybody in this movie is jacked. Yep. Um, okay. And so am I. Hell yeah! Uh, that's that's because you've watched Psycho Cop. Yeah, three I watched times. it so many times. I got <laughs> muscles. Uh, okay, so let's see. They unpack. And uh, the main dude, I can't remember, the guy that looks like Archie Andrews. Um, I, I don't even know who that is. So. Uh, from even... Archie Comics, the redhead. Oh, okay. The, like, Clay Aiken looking dude. Uh, whatever. Oh, the worst actor in the movie? Uh, the worst actor the in the movie. The tape deck kid? The tape deck kid. Uh, I mean, the his personality is that he has a set of headphones. Yeah. He, giving a young actor who has very little experience, a role where you give him literally no personality is going to get this performance. Like, he doesn't deserve the shit that he got for, like, (laughs) this movie was poorly written. Oh, yeah. Like, there are no... If your character trait is, has a set of headphones, you have made a mistake in characterizing (laughs) your people. Um, Okay, so he can't get his bag out of the trunk... And then a shadow approaches over his shoulder carrying an axe. Is it a psycho cop? No, it's a big, hunky, Fabio-looking caretaker. Hi, I'm the caretaker. Hello. <laughs> sort of like uh, sort of like Manos, except if, uh, if Torgo was super hot. Um, okay, so uh, he's just a, the friendliest fellow. Oh, yeah. Uh, he lives in a trailer on the grounds, and he takes care of the There's place. There's not enough room in the house for him to stay. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a gross, stinky laborer. Oh, you yeah. can't You can't allow him in with the riches, please. He is clearly a poor. Um, so we get a long, boring history of the house burning down and being rebuilt, and it's like... And nobody wants to live there for some reason. Yeah, I mean, it's hideous. Because psycho cops always walking around the woods, <laughs> like Sasquatch. <laughs> 
you know, I mean, he does have, he has that gait, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> like, his arms swing in that manner. Uh, yeah, I don't know why. There's so much stuff here that feels like they're trying to give us a story that's going to tie into something, mm-hmm. and it never ties into anything. It's all MacGuffin all the time. Uh, and the biggest MacGuffin here is that they go so far out of their way to be like, oh, and also, at midnight the lights go off by timer yeah oh boy that gives us a ticking clock to midnight when the lights are gonna go out this is gonna never come never come back never nope why (laughs) like they oh well good job okay so the whole time our party couples are being watched by our neighborhood psycho cop uh and cop squatch uh, cop squatch <laughs> and holy and, shit could that be a movie uh yeah so i'm gonna i'm gonna delete that from this and then we're gonna write cop squatch Sick. <laughs> okay <laughs> uh but uh so all the dudes hate the hate the groundskeeper because all their ladies want to have sex yeah. with him and it's like I, first off these guys all have terrible relationships clearly um <laughs> something's going wrong but also that feels like something that's going to come up Although it does, maybe that's why they're so obsessed with where he is all the time. Okay, so we were talking about this earlier. There's going to be a returning theme in this movie that they are just fucking obsessed. They will not shut up about the caretaker. Like, oh, is he here? Is he back? Whoa, his light is on. He must be here. Where did he go? What? Is he chopping wood? What's he doing out there? Somebody definitely I gave... I haven't heard the caretaker chop wood for a while now. Yeah, somebody definitely gave them the poochie speech about this, where if, if he's not on camera, you should be asking where the caretaker is. And everyone fucking does. Every yeah. goddamn scene, they care about where the fucking it's caretaker so is. It's so redundant. It is beyond. Beyond, this, beyond this movie's redundance this movie's middle name they they lock onto things they yeah they keep losing things too they go through this whole period of just like i can't find any batteries i can't find my purse <laughs> have you seen my sneakers i can't find it where'd the beer go i can't find any more beers like they just keep losing everything also <laughs> i just like heads up on like uh on your psycho killers like when they're being like like little little kids like stealing shit and being yeah. like, Ooh, I got your beers. He 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 It it's not intimidating. No. It's like Jason Voorhees is never gonna fucking steal your beer. Oh, or and they misplaced a box of soup. I can't find the box of soup. <laughs> was that was the box of soup missing supposed to be proof that they were being stalked by a killer? Oh no, that was a prankster. Remember he had the oh, that's box right. of soup it in was his a belt. Hilarious prank. Yeah. yeah. His pranks are the best they are fucking hilarious because um, he needed to cool down his noodle he said right because he, he has... was so horny that we're sleeping in the different rooms. oh i thought it was gonorrhea oh okay. it's, it's both okay <laughs> it's the combination <laughs> look soup is a cure-all it sure is uh so our psycho cop plays in the dirt and draws a pentagram because <laughs> he's a fucking 12 year old wasp freaking, fan yeah 13 year old in math class <laughs> I'm so grumpy. My parents don't understand me. I drew a pentagram and a middle <laughs> finger and a lightning bolt. Oh boy, <laughs> so edgy this this psycho cop. Uh, I love it. It's just like that. Yeah, he's into Satan. So obviously, I gotta draw a pentagram with my finger in some dirt. Like what? This is not. I gotta carve six 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 in a tree, and I obviously gotta kill a cat and nail a cat to a tree. It's like 
It's, at some point. I mean, seriously, though. Did this he bring is, that cat with him? Did he find it? Yeah, yeah. He we, brought it with him <laughs> so that he could nail it to a tree. I, Dude, I don't know. I don't understand any of that, but whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so everybody just sits around this absolutely fucking amazing grotto-style pool that they've yeah. got there. That, like, one of the things about this that I was... I will admit that I was just kind of like, wow, I just kind of wish I was there. Yep. <laughs> like, in watching this, it's such a good set. I would, it's... but the jacuzzi doesn't work, so fuck it. Oh, fucking A. I'm not yeah, going I'm going, there. going to Hope Motel 6 instead. <laughs> Another thing is, so yeah, they're sitting around the pool, and they're just having the most mundane conversations in the yep. world, and Zach won't stop drinking all the beer. He's like, you're drinking too much beer. Uh, but he never acts inebriated, like, no. once. No. Neither does our psycho cop, and he clearly cl- like cleaned a case by himself. Well, we never saw him drink one of them, though. You think he just stole it to throw it away because yes, he's such a he's religious a cop. That's what fanatic? They do. Yeah. No, he's a cop, so he drank it. <laughs> well, fucking stole the pot and then resold it. Um, that's what they we got, do, we man. Got, we got busted at our house once way back in the day with, with our weed and, and bong and beer outside. <laughs> and uh, the cop came, and he was just like, let see the weed. And he took he took my baggie and he put it inside the bong. And then he poured, he grabbed a, he, let me see your beer. And he poured a little beer into the bong on top of the bag of weed. And he was just like, don't make me come back here. Like, he like pretended to destroy our weed, even though it was all sealed up and everything like that. I was like, hmm, that's a cool move. It's like, you probably didn't have to do that. You weren't like, <laughs> you weren't on body cam. You're not like proving anything to yeah. anybody. But you're just like, at the same time, it's like, Thank you. He didn't bust any of us, and just that was before weed was legal here, too. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he just, like, mimicked Or he doesn't our... know what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, he knew. <laughs> we were grateful. Aww. We rinsed off the bag of smoke more weed. <laughs> yes. And speaking of smoking weed, uh, they uh, they hear who they think is the caretaker chopping down a tree. Oh, shoot, is the caretaker doing things? Uh, no, it turns out it's the psycho cop making crosses in the woods for all the people he's about to kill. Um, we well, find out wait. that he stole the axe from the caretaker because there's a big <laughs> axe impression on the wall. Oh, that yeah, looks that's like right. A, yeah. Looks so, like where the axe should be. God, can you imagine? <laughs> it's, it's so good. Uh, and so the caretaker was totally smoking a blunt, so he didn't <laughs> care where the fucking axe went. But then, but then he does care. He sobers up a little bit and he's like, fuck, I, gotta I need to get, get my axe. axe. Um, I want to chop things too. So caretaker finds a chopped down tree and uses his caretaker tracking skills <laughs> mm, care tracker i can tell that the psycho cop went this way um then there's this moment of like this i hate because it means nothing it is distracting and it's stupid his last words before getting yeah. an axe in the head are it can't be yep as though he recognizes this person he does not recognize this person. But does he? I don't. We don't know. There's. I, I feel like Psycho Cop's nothing. Been, we're never given the backstory, but I feel like Psycho Cop's been here before. Like I feel like he knows the area of this house too well. Do you or think that's that this powers. was like? Do you think that this was like cut down where this he does have a connection to this, and it's like he grew up here, he burned the house down and killed everybody yes. inside, and then okay, that makes sense because that would explain why they keep giving us all this backstory, and then yep. if they cut a bunch of scenes where they were like, well, this is too fucking boring, and then they're like, well, we'll leave this one in. Well, because the other interpretation of this is it can't be like as in. You're a cop. You can't be a killer. Like, it could also be a considered that, but it does, like you but said, it sounds like he recognizes That's him, totally. bad writing. Yep. I mean, it can't be means 
you know, like, it, that's not what it means. That's yeah. like, it, you wouldn't do, like, you'd say anything. If you're astonished that a police officer is about to kill, you would say something like, you can't do that. Yeah. You're a cop. You're a cop. That's, that would be the line. And then the cop would go, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to New Jersey, he'll say, or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Uh, that is a reference to uh, a great uh, ex-cop song. What an awesome album. Dave Brockie's side project from Guar. Really good. Uh, obviously. I listened... <laughs> like I, All I could think of was all of the songs from that album while watching this. This movie redone with that soundtrack would absolutely fucking rule. With any soundtrack would rule, because oh, this one sucks. This soundtrack sucks. <laughs> uh so, it's <laughs> a total, total diversion. I want to tell you about one of the most fun things on the entire planet. Um, so I was listening. We were watching something on TV, and there's this shitty ad that keeps coming on for this like Apple TV series about some sad disaster and horror that went on in the world. But for some fucking reason, the noise that starts it off, that starts this commercial every single time, is the hit I swear it's either it just sounds exactly like it or it is literally the hit from Sabotage by the Beastie Boys for the first drum hit. Okay. And it's like this weepy, like <laughs> horrible real life story. And then I was like, that's got to be what it is. And then I played it and I played it while the commercial was going on. And I was like, oh man, playing Sabotage through any sad, weepy movie trailer <laughs> is the best. It changes everything, and so I want to give that a try. I highly recommend redoing every single trailer. I, mean, I love that song without even Boys. a trailer. Oh, it's it's so much better when people are sad about <laughs> like some horrible fucking disaster. Uh, but yes, that's that's my diversion. Sorry. In the end, over five thousand people were dead. <laughs> uh, fucking amazing! All right. Okay, so <laughs> where are we? I can't stand it. I I know you planned it. Um, okay, yes. Uh, yeah, I. The funniest thing is the first time I watched this since uh, whenever the last time I watched it, first time for this. Yep. My brain remembered the caretaker as being the Deus Ex Machina for this movie. Yep. Like, and I feel like they did a really good job of setting him up to be the Deus Ex Machina. They hired a dude who looked very brawny, who looked like he was really like capable, and like set him up as though he could come save the day at any moment. Yep. And then iced him iced right him off right the, off right the off bat. The bat. I think. I ice, think him, they did. ice him on camera, so there's no yeah, doubt yeah, about it. You exactly. got an axe right to the head. He's yeah. not. He's not. He's gonna, not getting up from that. <laughs> right. He's not going to crawl back and save the day. Yeah. And it would I, be hilarious if he did with oh. an axe still embedded in his head. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I saw the best one of those kills. Speaking of movies that I want to do for the podcast, yep. Watching the lamp. Yep. And uh, the best one of those, like uh, the the dead person has an axe in their head. They get possessed, and then they do the old pull the person onto them, and it was a double-bladed oh, axe, cool. and it like smacked them onto ah. the axe. Beautiful. Uh, okay. So, back to Psycho Cop. Uh, okay. One of the, the nearly identical three women has lost her brush. I don't know what her name is. She needs it, though. But she needs that She needs brush. to comb she her hair. She needs it. I mean, it could be one of those like obsessive compulsive disorders where she's like just can't stop brushing her hair, and if she doesn't have it, then yeah, she's... it's called a com- 
obsessive compulsive disorder of the writer who just keeps making people lose stuff. Yes. That is All right, the... so let's keep a loss count. We we guy lost his axe. She lost yep. her brush. Yep. Okay. Okay. Keep going. Uh, okay. So it turns out that Zach had it, and that taking her brush was part of an incredible practical joke. Oh, Zach! Mm. You scallywag! How does he come up with this shit? <laughs> okay. So uh, Eric, I think, is the Archie-looking guy. Yes, he is. Okay. Um, uh, he is listening to his headphones and looking disturbed. When asked about it, he says, the police found signs of devil worship around here. Okay. What? This is this is an interesting thing. Again, with the way that they make this movie, I don't know if this was a conscious choice, but if it was a conscious choice, they did a great job. I feel like they were setting Eric up to look like he was in cahoots with the psycho cop. Okay. I think that they... That they I didn't get that at all. There were so many moments when he's telling them not to use the phone, telling them not to call the police. Like, But he tried to use the phone when he met the psycho cop. Well, no, 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 because they cut away. Oh, he wasn't there. It's yeah. basically, we don't know what happened after that scene happened. Yeah. He basically shows up, there's the phone, and the psycho oh, cop, and you're the right. psycho yeah. cop doesn't kill him. Yep. And so we have this moment of like, oh, why did he let Eric live? And then there's other moments of Eric like doing things that are, you know, not... That seem like a going in the sketchy. caretaker yeah, yeah, yeah. trailer. And, yeah, yeah, right. He's like, oh, I only went in there. Always because trying to get somebody in the right. woods with the house. You're right. Okay, yeah. There's, there's a now. lot of moments where he's he's looking sketchy. Let's tape the tape player and go in the woods. <laughs> I've got, that's that's the '80s Netflix and chill. Uh, <laughs> tape player in woods. I'll listen to my Walkman and we can have sex. You can have sex yep. with me while I listen to my Duran Duran tapes. Because this is my character trait. It's pretty good. It's not even Duran Duran. I'm just listening to the local news. It turns out he is just <laughs> listening to the local news. Okay, so... <laughs> great. Uh, okay. So he has to explain basic shit like 666 to his idiot friends. Yeah, seriously. Come on. Come on. We're in the middle of fucking satanic panic. You know what 666 is. Um, and also, of course, you know, all of the famous heavy metal songs. These guys look like big metal fans. Um, okay. So cut to the psycho cop who has 666 in Sharpie on the back of his hand. Love and we're it. like, oh no, there is Satan here yeah. and it's in police form. Uh, and so, yeah, you know, Anton LaVey totally had like Sharpie 666 on his hand most yeah, of the time. Yeah. He wrote Hail Satan on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> can, I, can I get a hail Satan across my knuckles if I did it right? If I use my thumb. Um, okay. So, uh, all right. Uh, back at the pool shed that, like, at least six people have been in and out of, somebody finds footprints in it and is astonished that yeah. someone has walked into this shed. The idea that someone would draw attention to footprints is... In a shed that everyone there uses, including the caretaker. Including the caretaker, when you don't really have a reason to be paranoid. You're, there's nothing to be worried about yet, and they're yeah. still like, hmm, huh. uh, interesting. I'm going to log this in my case file book. <laughs> Fucking Encyclopedia Brown yeah. here is really going to get down to the bottom of something. Uh, Encyclopedia Brown in the case of the, um, well, I don't know, but I'm writing these footprints down. <laughs> People using a shed. <laughs> um, okay. So he grabs some charcoal and leaves. Uh, now Zach can't find the caretaker. No, oh, 
We lost the caretaker now. Why does Zach need to find the caretaker? Because everybody needs everybody to. Loves everybody loves the caretaker. He's, um, he's a hoot. Then they heard somebody screaming. No, they didn't. <laughs> so they go off to find the caretaker. Nobody screamed. <laughs> the caretaker did it one. No, point. he didn't. He went. Ah. No, he didn't. Oh, that's right. We <laughs> he saw. He didn't scream at all. We, oh, we saw him die, and there was no scream. That's right. We totally <laughs> saw him the whole time. We heard him say, "It can't be," and then get an axe in the head. Yeah, and then, he didn't oh, make a peep. Shit. So the scream that he heard that nobody else heard, like, yeah, bull it doesn't to exist. the sugar yeah. to that one. I shall say, yeah. Hmm. It's like they wrote it to be a scream, but then forgot to do it, and they were like, "Ah, fuck it." All right. <laughs> Okay, so this is great because we do get a couple moments when they release the wild sound that they did have, mm-hmm. and it's like, it's so wacky. Because this is one of those moments, and they're like walking, and before, you hear the slightest of foley, maybe, or nothing. Like, they're walking, makes no noises, yep. nothing makes any noise, and then we cut to the wild sound, and it's just crunch, 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 <laughs> crunch, this like... This like thirty seconds of them walking in the woods. It hasn't they, rained in a while. Yeah, <laughs> just sounds like they're just like crushing celery in their hands. Um, but that's pretty fun. Uh, okay, so now they split up as per Scooby Doo rules. Uh, they got a lot of shots that are made to look like they could be POV, which I thought was actually kind of clever. That was actually like some of those moments were really good at heightening tension in mm-hmm. there. Because it, they do these shots that were like, oh, are we seeing the camera's eye or are we seeing the killer's eye? And it was just the camera. Yep. And it wasn't incompetent. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes those shots are just like, it's in there because they didn't know what they were doing. They clearly knew what they were doing, and it really worked. Yeah. So I liked that a lot. Um, let's see. Uh, okay, so they find all the crosses that are made out of huge logs like weirdly gigantic like it would have taken him hours yeah yeah except he has psycho cop powers oh that's right so satan helped (laughs) satanic arts and crafts powers (laughs) he's he's gonna make a god's eye except it's gonna be a satan's eye (laughs) uh okay so at satan scout camp they all decide that the caretaker is a religious fanatic because they find these here instead of just assuming that somebody's family is buried here yeah it's like you know what crosses signify they tend to signify a burial site it's still weird to find like four giant crosses out in the out a wood clearing sure. made of logs it like, is i mean i would immediately jump to you know I would immediately Evil think there dead. was a satanic cop around. Because <laughs> Satan loves crosses. <laughs> uh, okay, so, uh, yes. Now they, right, if it, there's no joke lines in this, which is funny. You know what I mean? Like, it's not the, surprising. The, well, this could have gone like the like a spoof, in a way. If it, You know, like, oh my gosh, who built these? A satanic cop? You know what I mean? Like, some dumb, <laughs> I mean, self-referential, like, there's none of that kind of humor in this at There's all. no humor in this whatsoever. No. It's very dry, and they have moments where they're, like, the only humor is, like, playful stuff, where they're just like, ah, look, I stole your I soup. I put a box of soup in my pants. Womp womp. It's just <laughs> kind of being wacky. It. Oh, I found a beer. Lucky me. Psst. Oh, it's warm. At womp the- womp. <laughs> At the end of the day, this movie feels like it was written by like a fucking teen teens for Christ group that's like, yeah. we're gonna warn people about the dangers of Satan and the police. Yeah. Um <laughs> But uh, apparently it was an adult that wrote it, so 
There you go. I'll, I'll guess I'll take their word. <laughs> take your word for it. Uh, okay, so Eric finds that the phone is down, but luckily there's a police officer. Oh, right hey, there. I was just trying to call you. Yeah, uh, this feels like it was written by like a 15 year old. Like I wrote, I wrote movies in high school, and yeah, yeah. In retrospect, they're ass. Right. And this is what this feels like. Like I wrote a really cool movie about a killer cop, and it's like, <sighs> man, there's no like gore or nudity or anything. Well, yeah, man, we can't shoot that. I can't ask my no. friends to get naked. Like, no. <laughs> also, it would be completely illegal because I'm 14. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's totally what it feels like. Yeah, totally. Uh, so, also, have I mentioned that uh, our psycho cop looks like a stripper dressed as a cop? Because he <laughs> looks much more like a stripper than he looks like a cop. He looks like he's wearing, like, a fake cop outfit. <laughs> and I love it. Oh, my God. That'd be so great if that was the plot twist at the end. Holy that he wasn't even a cop. He was just a stripper, like, that pretended fuck. he was a cop. <laughs> That's so much better a movie if he was a stripper that just, like, went crazy. And everybody thought he was a cop the whole movie. Then we find out he's just one of those stripper grams. Yeah. That's his fourth alias that comes out at the end. <laughs> oh my god, that this was a starts out it's a bachelorette party and then the fucking cop goes psycho. The stripper cop goes psycho. God. That's, uh, a, that's that's the next movie has the bachelor party. Do you think that's the story? Yeah. It's a prequel. Holy shit. <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. I, I if it turns out that that's the plot then Oh god, I, the second movie is so much better. Then I won't write that. Uh but okay. All right, uh, where are we at? Um, it is not the plot. No? Oh, okay. <laughs> but there is a bachelor party and strippers in the second one, for, okay. for sure. Uh, so, okay, uh, Eric comes back to the group and says, Hey, a cop was there, and he told me there's nothing to worry about. The caretaker just cut himself with an axe and had oh, to go cool. to the hospital. Oh, cool, tell me more about the caretaker. <laughs> oh, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Can we go visit him at the hospital? <laughs> Let's uh, go get him some flowers. Yep. Okay, so they're We bring him a beer if Zach didn't drink them all. Oh, Zach. Zach! It's not even a prank. You just drank all the birds. <laughs> it's not a prank. It's actually a problem. Yeah. In fact, this is an intervention for Zach. <laughs> uh, so, okay. They're pacified, except for the fact that the crosses are wigging some of them out, but other than that, everybody's fine. Take it over. Uh, and then, again, we see two of the girls together taking a non-sexual bubble bath together. A totally normal thing that every every girl does with their best friend. Yeah. Uh, then we go hang out in the living room with the dudes. Oh, and also during the bath scene, the girl, the one girl freaks out because she sees somebody walk past the window. But, like, there's three other dudes there with you. Yes. Like, you're not alone with your two girlfriends. Like, yeah. that could be any of y'all. Yeah. And the caretaker. <laughs> yeah. Nope. Stupid. Also, I don't think that that's on the first floor, but whatever. Doesn't matter. Um, okay, so. No. God, no. Uh, okay. So. Okay. Uh, it's not because she looks out the window yeah, and sees dude down there. Yeah, so it's not. So how did anybody even walk past that window? Ah, oh, Satan powers. Satan. Okay. Uh, we get a, a scare. Where she spooks Zach looking for whatever, looking for her brush, or I don't know what the fuck it was. But Psycho Cop, she's looking for something she lost. Yeah, uh, <laughs> now Lisa, I don't know, I'm going to call her Lisa, I don't Go fucking for it. know anybody's name. Nope. Now she's wandering around by herself after the bath looking for God knows what. <laughs> she was the one that wasn't bathing uh, I think she lost. I think she lost her purse, yeah. Okay, right. 
<laughs> okay, uh, so Zach goes to the caretaker's trailer because he assumes the guy's back and he wasn't. And I don't know. The psycho cop watches him from behind the trailer. <gasps> he's really taking his time murdering these motherfuckers. Oh, too. yes, he does. Well, That's- he's tired. He built all those crosses. <laughs> He's exhausted. He's so tired. He drank an entire case of beer after cutting down like 17 trees. Uh, Okay. I get it. So Zach pulls another classic practical joke with some fucking boxed soup in his pants. Ah, it's hilarious. Uh, So all the dinguses see the light in the trailer, so they're like, hey, the caretaker's back. Oh, cool. Tell me more about the caretaker. How boring is this (laughs) party slash getaway? Oh, they care about the caretaker. Guys, man, fucking rent a movie or something. This is terrible. (laughs) Um, So... Let's go make, oh my, they they would have made him a box of soup, but they only brought enough for everyone. Yeah, and so apparently the beer is missing. Everybody's like, what? Oh, somebody's stealing our beer. And they're like, no, Zach just drank it all. But like, what does this mean? Is that, does the cop feel like he's okay to commit petty crimes because he's a police officer? Like, he I shouldn't think be that, stealing I think, things. No, I think he's just baiting them to... Kill, okay. He shouldn't be killing people either, but he sure as hell is doing it. Uh, I think he's just making that because he heard them say, "If you drink all the beer, Zach, you you got to go get more." So I think that was his way of getting Zach out of the way to kill Zach. Wow, that is more thought than I feel like they put into the screenplay. I know, but, my head hurts now. But I okay, if that is the case, uh, I give them credit <laughs> for that at least. So uh, Zach does go out to uh, get the beer like he promised. But he stalls his car out for seemingly no reason. Oh, tree branches in this movie are... Um, the physics of wood in this is much different than you and I know. Uh, he he almost hits a stick. <laughs> and he true. freaks out. That's right. That's like 100% would have just driven, driven right, right over. over. <laughs> without barely even noticing. That's the, first, that's the first instance of weird wood in this movie. Yep. Um... Shout out to Weirdwood. Shout a out great, to Weirdwood. A great local skate uh, skate company. Uh, that's all. Anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. Okay. So, so yeah, he stalls and he starts narrating everything. Uh, but, but he's also drinking beer. So oh no, he's they, not drinking the beer yet. He he found it when he stopped short oh, and rolled out right from under the seat. And that was when he was just like, "Oh, okay, calm down, Zach. Let the dust settle." Oh wow, beer. I'm I'm luck. I'm so lucky. Oh, warm. Psycho then cop. he sees Psycho Cop in the rearview mirror, and he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Why did I drink a beer in front of the Psycho Cop? Yep. Um, he just sealed his death warrant. Yeah, so... Just just imagine for a second um, that this movie had given a little bit more thought to their killer, mm-hmm. and how much better a movie this would be if... He only killed people based on actual crimes, and he yeah. cared about the law in one way or another. Yep. And that each of them commits a petty crime in some random way, and then he punishes them based on the crime. Yeah. So that each one of the deaths is significant to the crime that they've committed. That would be better. Like the person who was drinking and driving, he killed them in a car the per you know like yep. just doing things that relate to the ugh. yeah that would have actually made sense it's like it would have yeah. taken like an extra hour of thought to just like no, brainstorm I mean, the those first ideas. dude he kills his caretaker he didn't do anything wrong no he didn't yeah and it could have been 
<gasps> he was smoking dope. He was smoking dope. But like but he didn't like set him on fire or anything. But he didn't to dope. know that he was smoking yeah. dope. The guy came to the psycho cop. It wasn't like he was luring him with the siren sounds gotcha. of chopping. Yep. It's just that like the the guy could have just sat there smoking weed and gone, eh, I'll go buy another axe later. Yep. <laughs> Who cares? It got stolen. Fine. Uh I mean, especially if he is smoking a joint there, you would think that he'd just be like I'm wait, trying to think. Wait of till the, tomorrow. I'm trying to think of the crimes a bunch of people did. Like, oh, the Eric breaks and breaks and enters to get batteries for his Walkman and the, mm-hmm. the caretakers. Uh, Zach is drinking and driving. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought of something else, but I can't think of it now. Uh, one of the girls has a hairbrush. Oh, oh yeah, that's <laughs> illegal in this county. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> what if she had shoplifted that hairbrush earlier from a convenience store, and then it was jammed down her throat or? shoved through her head or whatever fucking a just something just yeah the hairbrush doesn't do anything boo <laughs> okay anyway uh all right so zach yells uh to the cop that they're uh that he's like oh i'm sorry if i was speeding officer uh the cop then, didn't have his lights on or anything just nope. just drive he wasn't even pulling you over nope. but he just dude, gets, gets out, out of the car and admits to like five crimes yeah on his way there he's like i'm sorry i know i was drinking and driving, and also, uh, I know this car is stolen, and the <laughs> trunk is full of cocaine. Um, I listen. I know. I know that I should not have so many pandas. I know they're illegal to transport, and also the panda steaks. That is super illegal. <laughs> Sorry about that. And I fudged my tax return. Oh, also. <laughs> uh, what were we talking about? Should I? Uh, I'm pretty cool, right? <laughs> <laughs> the cop is just sitting there and he yeah he really does just kind of give it all away but um he's like okay i guess i'm fine to go then so he gets back in his yeah. car and then boom psycho cop shows up and strangulates him well he shoves his uh billy club down his throat with that great line you have the right to remain silent i mean <laughs> Right, because right there, again, if this movie had been done better, the fact that he had been blabbering would have been tied into the fact yeah. that he that he got killed that way. Yeah, like, he, sh- he should be a guy that never shuts up and they make a joke about that. Like, right. will you stop talking? Like, back yeah, in the yeah. pool, you know what I mean? Like, no. Like, if he'd had someone there with him to say, dude, you're incriminating yourself, yeah. and then the guy's like, you have the right yeah. to remain silent. <laughs> He's like... Or the cop literally could have been like, drinking and driving, that's a crime. Speeding is a crime. You had the right to remain silent. Or or he could be like, or you can plead the fifth and then hit him with a fifth of whiskey. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's stupid, but it's no stupider than anything else that's in this. Uh, okay. So, uh, where are we at? You um, tried making up jokes on Yeah. Yeah. People <laughs> who aren't doing this spontaneously in the podcast. <laughs> Okay, uh, okay, okay, he's dead. <laughs> yes. Bye, Zach. Oh, also, I hate the way that this movie violates the one quip per kill fucking ordinance. Yeah, he does passed keep going by on. the James Bond accords it's of like, the 1960s. Who, who are you quipping to? The, the dead body now? Right, I mean, <laughs> he, so he sh- he's like, he says, you shouldn't drink and drive. It's against the law. After saying you have the right yeah. to remain silent. It's like, dude, pick one, man. <laughs> okay, so Laura's purse has been stolen. Oh, They're no, gonna call she lost the her police. purse. Lost count. Bing, lost my purse. 
Hey, the the purse was right there the whole by time. the open window. The window that has no screen in it. <laughs> right there in the woods that have full of mosquitoes, according to everyone. Yes. That just like brimming with mosquitoes. I love when the girl's swatting at her big fluffy clothes later yeah. on as if they're biting through all that fluff. Oh, good God. <laughs> so, uh, yes. Now everybody's ditching Laura. They're like, Psh, we don't like you. We're not going to have any more tandem bubble baths with you. Yeah, no more shared bed. Now you're going to have to have a room of your own. The worst punishment. Yeah. You're going to have to go sleep in a room by yourself. And they start doing this whole like, other people are hooking up with other people paranoia trip here for no reason. It's That doesn't play into anything. Like, it makes so little sense yeah. that they're just like, they think that they think that she's crazy and that she's like trying to scare them or whatever, but it's like, okay, let her think that. Just move on. You guys are coupled up and you're fucking teenagers. Yeah. You're getting drunk and not having sex for some reason. I don't know what is happening here. Yep. Uh, but okay. Now everybody thinks Zach is in on this two-person conspiracy. And uh, Zach's going to go talk to the caretaker again. Because, great. Oh, cool. Tell me about it. Hey, guess what? Eric's girlfriend has lost track of him. What? What? Crazy. They go to the trailer and boom, Eric pops out because he broke in. Uh, He broke in to steal batteries for his Walkman. Because he needs that tape player. Because literally the only thing we know about him is that he he has a Walkman. He loves that Walkman. Yep. Eric's girlfriend sits by the pool in the middle of the night brushing her hair because all we know about her is that she owns a hairbrush. And she likes brushing her hair. (laughs) I mean, okay, technically two things. She owns a hairbrush and likes brushing her hair. (laughs) One is kind of follows from the other, but whatever. That's fine. Uh, She hears a spooky voice and follows it into the woods because she's fucking stupid. She wouldn't go out into the woods with her boyfriend. But if she hears a spooky voice that doesn't sound like her boyfriend, she's like, oh, I gotta go check this out. It's the middle of the night. So she does. And then she uh, comes back to the table and her brush is missing. She goes out. She doesn't find anything. She comes back. Now someone's stolen her brush. Weird. Again, her only character trait has a brush. So she goes into the woods again to find her brush now. And to her credit from uh, saying that the woods are full of mosquitoes over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. She does uh, swat at Turns out there's a bunch of mosquitoes in there. It's very convincing acting. (laughs) Very, very. (laughs) Uh, She gets mad about something and then kneels down for something. Maybe she finds her brush for the first time. I don't know. Uh, And then a cop car appears. And she acts like this is totally normal that a police car would appear in in the middle middle of the the woods. Uh, in a trail that is not designed for cars. And she's like, do you have a spotlight so you can help me find my brush? And then she gets run over in a very anticlimactic death. Oh, God. Like, yeah. just terrible. Boo. <laughs> Boo earns. Uh, so the remaining dinguses are hanging out in the kitchen, and somebody's made a mess of their precious soup boxes. Ugh, there's soup everywhere. <laughs> uh, Eric says something that sends them all outside. And then he gives a sinister smile after they leave. So it's another moment of us believing that he might be in cahoots with the psycho Mm -hmm. cop. Uh, So all the three dinguses go into the woods where a boombox is playing and some incredible off-key singing is coming out of it. I 
was it an intentional joke? Was that is that just a song that they put in there and it's not good? I do not know. But Eric keeps saying that Julie is out there because they were going to go do it in the woods. Yep. Uh, she decided she finally was like into the idea of mosquito bites on her butt cheeks. Fuck these nice rooms in this beautiful house. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, I want to go do it in the dirt. So, uh, JK, it's not her. Looks like the ground is all torn up. Eric keeps telling everybody to chill and don't call the police, which is a pretty big red flag. Uh, They see the car out front, which is great because what's-his-name and what's-her-name are both sure that something potentially murderous is going on, and they walk past that phone like six times without even looking at it. (laughs) Um, So, okay. Everyone goes back inside, and they break up into pairs. The uh, Our, like, Mulder and Scully fucking Zack. Is that Zack? No, Zack's dead. Zack got dead. killed by the Billy Club. I don't know. Whoever the two... The two that everyone's convinced are in a in cahoots for a conspiracy. Yep. So, Mulder and Scully. Okay. Uh, they go investigate the pool house where they saw footprints earlier. Wow, there's going to be more footprints. <laughs> uh, Eric and What's-Her-Name go to the car... In the car, there's two racks of beer and Julie's hairbrush. What? Eric knows what's going on. She'd only leave that brush if she was having sex with Zach. Yep. Totally logical leap to come to there. So where'd the beer come from? Did, is that the beer Psycho Cop stole? Or did Psycho Cop drive off to the store Psycho and get Cop more? bought more, but he felt guilty because he had stolen their beer. Well, it's nice to make good. Yeah, that's good. I don't know. Maybe it is the stolen beer. That <laughs> that I don't know. I'm fucked. Well, why would he even me. return it? Or- and why would it be in racks? Because they they had it in a cooler, so it would have been they would have unracked it. So fuck that. No, that doesn't make sense. Um, okay. Psycho Cop went out and bought them more beer. Clearly, Psycho Cop <laughs> bought them more beer. Uh, all right. So Eric is out in the woods, and he meets the Psycho Cop for the second time. And Psycho Cop's got a taser, and he keeps turning it on over and over again. I have to tell you, I was... So, first off, this is, like, early on in the existence of this type of taser. So, yep. this is, like, a novelty for this this era of film. So, nobody knew that this is literally, intentionally a non-lethal device that is very difficult to kill someone with. Um, I was going to ask if you knew that. I forgot to research that. I wanted to know if you can you kill somebody with a taser. I believe you can. I, but I think... Because, I mean, yeah, it's meant to shock, but he held it there forever. It is That is true. I think that if you were to... I believe if you were to shock somebody in the face, like if you were to shock them in the head, yep. like you could fuck them up, like maybe burst a blood vessel in their brain or something. I mean, and if somebody had a weak heart, it could probably restart well, their heart. What and, if you press it to their belly button? Uh, it'll hurt, and they'll do they'll do those funny things that every. I mean, but the thing is that you know, it, it, they come in different charges. Yep. Clearly, the psycho cop had one that is a lethal dose of whatever. But uh, I thought the joke here. I was positive we were going to get our first actual joke, and the psycho cop's going to chase him around. Zzz, zzz, I'm coming for you. Zzz, zzz. And then by the time he goes, I'm going to get you. He's like, zzz. oh, oh, battery's dead. And he was just going to have to throw it away and then strangle him to death. <laughs> I was positive, And then, no, it works fine. Oh, see, this is why he's getting killed. Because the taser uses batteries and his Walkman uses batteries. It's all related. No, I mean, it probably is. But I think it's really weak. Oh, yeah. It's I, so weak that I didn't even put it together until right now. No, but I bet you're right. Yeah. Um, like, oh, he likes 
portable electric things. But again, he gets so, killed by a portable electric thing. So here's the thing that's stupid is that yes, we had that opportunity, but instead his quip, instead of being what his quip should have been, is oh. You need a charge for your Walkman? How about the, or whatever? Yeah. He was like, instead, he's like, feeling run down, need a charge. Yeah, like, he didn't have, no, he wasn't. No. He never said he was tired or he nothing. No, that doesn't. <laughs> you like stealing batteries? Yeah. Well, here's a charge. I don't fucking know. Yep. Just anything that kind of relates to his crime. Mm. Uh, but, no, we don't get that. But he does, he does electrocute him, and it's pretty funny. It's it's a lot of these deaths are very weak. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of PG thirteen deaths in this fucking thing. This thing should have been PG thirteen. Honestly, this easily could have gotten away with being PG thirteen. Yep. If yeah, I I feel like they probably pled for a for an R rating. They were like, no no no, please give us an R rating. Yeah, uh, make, make nobody, us look like a real horror. Nobody's gonna go see it if <laughs> it's not R rated. Uh, okay, so. Let's see. Where are we at? Uh, well, it's the MPAA. Oh. They're probably they're probably like this. Not enough things to warrant this R rating. Oh, Satan! I bet the Satanism did it. Oh, I bet in the late '80s the Satanic stuff probably did it. Gotcha. Yeah, with I them. bet it did. Yeah. I was just gonna say they, they said the girls were gay in the bathtub. <laughs> and MPAA would be like, "Oh, shit. Oh, no. R. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Hard R rating. Hard R. NC seventeen. NC seventeen. Perfect. Uh. <laughs> The brunette's walking around the kitchen with her knife, and then one of the bags of soup explodes. <laughs> They're getting so much mileage out of this fucking soup. It's great. Um, they have nothing. They've got a hairbrush soup and a fucking set of headphones, and they they made a movie out of it. They yeah. made a movie out of soup, hairbrush, headphones, and a cop costume. I've never done that. No. It's, it's a, I'm it's saying it's impressive yeah, and and absolutely commendable um so <laughs> uh i don't know why the soup explodes but doesn't matter uh she sees a cop at the door he says don't worry everything's under control because he's the good cop now uh but then he asked for a beer yes you're on duty sir yeah um whatever there's a dead cat nailed to a tree with a 666 because mm. satan because satan. satanists do that yep uh, according to Tipper Gore or somebody. <laughs> uh, so back in the house with a cop, he's sitting in a chair looking creepy, and he grabs a knife, and he's like, aha, I'm not a good cop at all. I'm going to chase you. This was uh, this part bothered me because it was just so weak. It was. It was just, just like sitting time. in a chair, and she's like, hey, I got that beer you wanted for. And then she saw the knife, and he's like, something wrong? And then he just like jumped up nah, and started chasing her with a knife. Like, what? Yeah, it wasn't inspired. It was not inspired, and also it was not related to anything that she did, unless yeah. exploding a soup bag is <laughs> a crime. So she runs around locking doors, and he follows her, looking weird. And uh, he keeps talking in his fucking weird Dave Foley doing a businessman voice. It totally is. <laughs> it's really weird. He's like in a fucking Kids in the Hall sketch. Um, oh no. <laughs> Business, business, merger, merger. Perpetrator's leaving the scene. <laughs> uh, he finally handcuffs her to a doorknob and then slowly comes at her brandishing the knife. Oh, well. Bye. Uh, yep, she's dead. 
Mulder and Scully come home. They can't find anything. Uh, the cop tries to play coy, but he leaves footprints on the rug that Mulder <laughs> recognizes from the shed. Oh, my God. My wife and I lost it at this part. It's like, because he puts it together. He's just like, it's him. And then Psycho Cop goes, it's a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> that line made us lose it. We rerounded it like four Jesus times. Christ. <laughs> it's so stupid, but we couldn't get enough of that oh, one line. It cracked us up. I mean, that is, as far as a, a kill quip goes, it's yeah, a coincidence. It's a coincidence. And the way he delivers it with a smile, it's just perfect. Uh, I love it. It's, my, yeah. it's probably my favorite part of the whole movie. Yeah, there's there's only a few real treasures in this movie, yep. and that's one of them. Yeah, there's some good ones. Okay. Um, so we get a classic rooftop escape, except that he actually, like, the guy actually helps his wife down or his girlfriend down off the yep. roof and then jumps down. It was like, oh, I, I thought we were going to do that thing that horror movies do, and they're like... <laughs> Eh, we didn't feel like to, it yeah. seemed kind of dangerous to run around on that roof. No, so we just, just jumped off this eight foot roof. We're just going to have him <laughs> successfully lower her down with no injury. And then he's going to lower himself down. He and falls because he struggles. The cop he grabs does. him and yeah, he yeah. falls, but he's fine. But he's fine. Yeah, yeah. Bumbles bounce. <laughs> yes, that's, that's why. Uh, okay. And then, but it doesn't matter because psycho cop can teleport. So he was down yes, there because he, he literally like lets go of the guy's foot and then is next to him. Again, like Michael Myers, I would have loved to have seen a superhero landing here where the fucking psycho cop just jumps off the thing oh, and then Iron cool. Man's yeah, on the yeah, ground yeah, with yeah. his fist in the, in the dirt. But whatever. Um, so they have the... Okay. So they're trying to... I can't remember what their fucking plan here is. Laura's got the keys. They were. They just ran into the woods first. And they lost Psycho Cop. Right. Then uh, they formulate the plan to get the keys from the caretaker. Okay, so they get the so he's dead. They find his body. They take the keys from his dead body. Mm-hmm. And so Laura runs to go start his car, right? To start the caretaker's car to get yes. away. Yeah. And they split up because uh, dude's gonna lead Psycho Cop right. away he's while she him. gets the car. They're gonna meet up in the driveway and they're gonna escape. So she manages to get the car going and gets back to the house, pursued by Psycho Cop. Doug, is that his name? Sure. Sure. Uh, he shows up after like two seconds of tension. They yep. break that like instantly. And he's like, yeah, women can't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Instead of just like hopping in the passenger seat where she's already rolling when they're running from a guy chasing them. Jesus Christ. So they get away, but uh-oh, there's a psycho cop on their roof. Because he can teleport. To- he- there's no way in hell That's he a, got onto that roof. very Michael Myers. Because they drove Myers. away from him. Yeah. They hit the gas, drove away from him when he was still way away yep. from it. And then the next thing you know, he's on top of the roof uh, oh, doing... He, he knows a shortcut. Doing another one of my favorite parts in this movie where he keeps grabbing the steering wheel <laughs> and going, Turning! 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 <laughs> turning! And here's where we get the second incidence of Weird Wood. Um, they crash into a stick. Boy. And it stalls their car. Boy, it does. Yeah. Because <laughs> he, Psycho Cop makes it like, th- like as if they're going to go off a cliff or something. Yep. And he's like, have fun. And he jumps himself off the roof thinking like, oh, he's jumping off before they crash yeah, yeah. into something. But then they just crash into a branch. 
<laughs> yeah, it's it's rough. So whatever. He makes them go off the road. Now their car won't start, and now there's more woods chasing. These guys are totally fucked. Doug or whatever his name is, his ribs are broken. They're both exhausted. But then two real cops show up. Hey, because they were just in the woods. <laughs> I think that. Interesting. You know what? I thought that they were there because they knew that something weird was going on. They were like, oh, there was satanic shit and there's this and, you know, whatever. But now I think about it. Nobody called them. They were just patrolling the middle of the woods. Like, but they knew about the cop, though, right? They did. But this this is another reason why I think Psycho Cop may have a connection to this house, because why else would they be there? Right, exactly. Yeah. So, But they also seem fucking surprised as hell. That it's him. And they just start pointing guns at the kids for, like, no reason. True. They're like, dude, yeah, you yeah. Just, it's not illegal to be out of the woods. They greet these kids with, like, freeze! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who knows? Whatever. Uh, maybe they found one of the bodies. Uh, but either way, uh, after after all this happens, they're like, oh, hey, let me explain what happened. Uh, it turns out he was a cop who was actually a mental patient who became a cop, changed his name, blah, blah, blah. He thought God had deserted him, so he turned to Satan. Sure. Good enough. Uh, Psycho Cop kills one of the cops who went back to radio the station, uh, then kills the other one, pulls out his heart, makes a dumb heart joke. Uh, Have a heart. Nope. Nope. No good. Uh, So then there was another one of these, like, just placeholder jokes that they should have rewritten. And he's like, Looking for a way out? How about dead? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? That's the best you got. Uh, really, movie? Yeah. That was the best they had. So uh, she's she's screaming because he's got Doug dead to rights. He's going to choke the life out of him. Uh, but then she's like, no, leave him alone. Come and come get me. And he's like, okay, <laughs> drops him then goes after her. Uh, weird. Uh, and then we just have this back and forth constantly where it's like, oh, he's got her now. Oh, he gets saved him. by Doug. Yep. Oh, now, now Doug gets saved by her. But then she does run in through the woods and find all of the, the crucifixes. But now yep. the corpse party's there. Corpse party time. Yep. Everybody's stuck to crucifixes. <laughs> That's what those were there for. Hooray. Um, and she says, oh, God. Huh? What a great setup. Oh, I bet he's going to say some sort of quip about that. God has nothing to do with this. I can, uh, because I think this is the first movie that um, somebody said that. So clever. So clever. <laughs> uh, if you know what I mean, you get it? Everybody get it? Okay. Uh, so, uh, meanwhile... Doug's been alone with the dead cops who have two guns between the two of them. Fuck that. <laughs> Racks of, like, rose bullets on their belt. Probably speed loaders. Two pistols. Probably shotguns in their car. So, Doug's coming back. Loaded for bear, right? Oh, no. He just comes back with nothing. With nothing. He goes, ah! I'm gonna get you! <laughs> and then he just starts getting manhandled by Psycho Cop again. For the eighth time. It's insanity. Yeah. There were two fucking guns there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so whatever. Uh, so she, so obviously, since he didn't grab the gun, finally she grabs a gun 
and she's just watching Doug get fucking thrown around like a rag doll. But now he's got a stick. Well, well first, first Psycho Cop pulls out his gun, though, and says uh, one of my favorite lines of this movie. Satan doesn't like bullets. Oh, well. Oh, well. Yep. Why does Satan doesn't like bullets? I don't know. He just doesn't. It's just a deal. <laughs> but, yeah, so... We- but here's the, but what we find out is that he has one weakness. His whole midsection is made entirely of tapioca pudding. <laughs> yes. So after getting shot three times, <laughs> we get our third instance of weird wood, uh, where Doug takes a normal ass stick, chucks it like a javelin, yep. <laughs> and goes right through. It goes it. just. Like, and now, it's like, a big stick, and it really, like, it, it just be... takes out his entire chest oh, yeah. cavity. Yeah. It is And here's another insane. thing, like, insane. you'd think they, they, they'd talk about his javelin game in school or something, you know what I mean, to, to make up why he's no. so good with the javelin no. earlier. They never because do that. Yeah. Because the amount of force that he would need to throw that with is beyond superhuman. You would need to shoot that thing out of a fucking cannon yeah. to get it to go like that. It's so absolutely bizarre and hilarious that they would choose that as the way that he dies yes. of all the things. They're like, uh, I Let's don't know. Let's kill him with a stick. Like, even, <laughs> even if it just, like, went into his chest and not out the back. Like, mm-hmm. if it went far enough that it crushed his ribcage and maybe even stuck into him, I at least that would be, like, semi-believable. Yeah. But it just plows through his body. Like, yeah. it just perforates his whole chest cavity. And he's like, ooh, that sucks. And then he falls on it and kind of <laughs> slides down it. And it's gross and hilarious. I thought it looked good. Yeah, I thought it looked the really good. looked great. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, so then they hobble back um, to the house where we hear a police radio. And we find out that he's got a third alias. So Psycho Cop was actually this other guy who was in a mental home but then they find out through fingerprints that he was actually a serial killer named this too yeah yeah i don't i don't understand any <laughs> because of that. why that not was... just give a third alias in the last 10 seconds of the movie exactly i i don't know so also there's another part of this movie that is absolutely mind fucking boggling mm-hmm. Do you think that they were recording all of the ADR for this thing while their poodle was playing with a squeaky toy in like another room? What is that? You heard that too? Squeak. I don't know. It's just an ongoing squeak. I heard it too. The entire end of this movie, yeah. as though it's like on purpose. Like there's <laughs> fucking Chuck Jones. Like somebody's like, <laughs> <laughs> what the? No idea. Mean makes makes no sense, but guess what? You know this movie just fucking breaking all the boundaries. So they focus on our psycho cop who is clearly dead, right? Yeah, he got a stick through him. He's he's been he's got a stick through him. If he was the original Green Lantern, you know that would kill him because his weakness was wood. Now let me tell you something. His eyes open. <gasps> Guess what? We got a sequel coming. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. And so, and here's a scene that I find lazy, too. Like, how cool would it be if, before his eyes opened, like, a big pentagram lit on fire all around him, and he was in the center of it, but nobody lit the pentagram. It just, and then he looks up. That'd be like, oh, okay, he is powered by Satan now. Like, nope. Just like, oh, he's still alive. He wrote 666 on his hand, so he's got magic powers. 
I mean, there's there's so much of it that's like, there's so much shit you could do to fix this movie, to make it interesting, to do something. Like, even just like a moment where they find something, they have, they have some sort of book, something, anything to explain what's going on, what his connection to the place is, yep. what his powers are, what his connection to Satanism is, and then just be like, wait a minute. It says here that the last part of the ritual after killing five people is that he has to be destroyed by nature. What could that mean? Or whatever. Yeah. You know, and it's like, well, I mean, he has a big piece of wood through his chest. Yep. And then fucking flames burst out right after they make the realization. And it's like, oh, shit, we ended the ritual to give him supernatural powers. We made him into Friday the 13th Part 6, Jason. Yep. You know, like, great. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why can't you just do that? Why is this it's movie just so, so fucking half assed? Yeah. It just feels this movie feels so fucking lazy. And again, I enjoy it because it's silly and stupid, but it's like it hurts to have a movie with this much potential. Yeah. And see them just waste it. Yep. I totally agreed. Yeah. It, it, I still love the stupid thing, but Yeah, no, yeah but it absolutely. is not good. <laughs> it just it confuses me. Like why aren't there people on premises that can be like, hey, you know, maybe this would be a better line. Yeah. Hey, you know, maybe this would be a better idea. Like, yeah, I, some lines are so mind-numbingly bad. It's like nobody know how to read a script. Like, mm-hmm. what? I don't get it. Ah, it <laughs> makes me mad. But again, they did a great job of me. Like I said, cinematography is awesome. They yep, did a lot of nice really. Looking. There were a lot of really cool things that happened in the movie. Like there were cool ideas. There was some cool stuff. The The guy playing the psycho cop was hilariously fun. There's just a billion cop puns you could do that they did. There's, I just thought of one right now. What if he was just like, remember, an officer always serves and dissects. Right. Like, see? Man, I just thought of that. You couldn't have thought of that the whole production? Was right. <laughs> the whole time. That didn't happen. Exactly. Yep. And th- there isn't a single pun. They literally just say things that a police officer says. Yeah. You have the right to remain silent. Don't drink and drive. It's against the law. <laughs> you have the right to remain silent. I have the right to remain violent. Yes! Right? <laughs> be, I would have loved it. I mean, that should have... He has the right to remain violent is probably that should have been the tagline. <laughs> uh, then he does finger guns. <laughs> He's like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah. So that's Psycho Cop. Uh, ironically, uh, my nickname in Covered in Bees was Dr. Psycho Cop for a very long time, and I still don't know where that came from. I think because I wore aviators. I think that was it. I hope the boys bring it back. <laughs> I hope so, too. I hope it happens. Uh, but, uh, yes. So that's interesting. And, uh, yeah, love it. Yep. And if he had been a doctor, it would have been better. Maybe he is. We found out the serial killer, who is also the mental patient, who is also the cop, was also a doctor of death. I mean, they did. That's a post-credit scene. Also, he was an astronaut. Yeah. <laughs> an evil astronaut. Doctor Psycho Cop, the astronaut. Uh, in fuck. space. Psycho Cop in space. Wow. That's, Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Adam Rifkin, come on. <laughs> and you did a bang up job on the second one. Come come to space. 
<laughs> if you haven't done anything wrong, you have nothing to atmosphere. Oh, nice. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, okay, so that is Psycho the Cop. Love it. No, no, no notes. Nope. <laughs> Other than the 14 pages of notes that I took on what could have been done better in this movie. Uh, but yeah. Thank I, you all for listening. Thank you for listening. Uh, yeah. It's good to be back. I've missed doing this. It is good to be back here at Coast City Comics. Hey, yeah. And We're coming live at you from Coast City Comics in Portland, Maine, where you can stop on in and buy some cool stuff or go to CoastCityComics.com and also buy some cool stuff. <laughs> That's so true. I hope you do that, and I hope that you follow us on Instagram and some other things. Um, yeah, so uh, do that and follow us at Funbox Monster Podcast and at Coast City Comics on Instagram. And I am Matt Awkward, VHS Fiend, and check out the Video Vagrants group on Facebook. Nice, and uh, thank you to Covered in Bees for our theme music. And uh, yeah, Doctor Psychocop plays some good drums. <laughs> yes, uh, that is a thing that I I have done from time to time. <laughs> and uh, cool, that's it. Uh, and we will see you next week for Psychocop Returns. Yes, the returning. Good night. Good night.